0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Lakers for Monday. Brian Kamenetsky and Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers tried to move Russell Westbrook to the bench at least for a day and didn't get a really good look at it. But is this a sign of things to come? That's next on Locked on Lakers. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked on Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. Andy, it's always free. It's never behind a paywall. Uh, Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you go to see the show. uh, Often you can catch it on YouTube. a few hours before the audio product goes up so if you got to get that Jones you satisfy it with the with the YouTube channel um, and make another lockdown podcast your second listen of every day but of course only after making us your first and if you want to listen to us twice on a different device that's also uh, acceptable you could go to over a friend's house or something like that
1: no just use your burner.
0: I, I don't want to tell people I'll use their burners. Uh, but yes, it's a, you should probably get a burner just that's, for... That's, that's uh, how Kevin Durant listens to us. <laughs> Presumably. Um, okay, so the preseason is over. We are one day away from the start of the regular season. Um, the preseason sort of ended with a bit of a, uh, of a thud. It was not as um, uplifting as the first few games was. We'll get into that. But the big news of Friday's finale was the attempt, at least, to bring Russell Westbrook off the bench. Um, Obviously didn't get very far because Westbrook left in the first quarter with a hamstring injury, did not return. He is considered day-to-day, maybe available for
1: Tuesday's game. He's expected to be available. I I think the general consensus is, you know, coming out of Sunday's practice, Darvin Ham's comments, they expect him to be available. It's not a given And over the course of the show, we'll get in some of the other health uh, updates that came out of practice. But it sounds like they will be more surprised if Westbrook isn't available than if he is. The MRI showed no actual damage or anything like that to that left hamstring. You know, He was walking out of the game gingerly, but under his own power. And it seemed like something that he could have played through if the game actually mattered.
0: Yeah. Um, So we'll see. I mean, you know, obviously hamstrings for somebody whose uh, game is built on speed and presumably explosiveness. um, You got to be careful with it. And I know people will mock, um, but as long as he's around, you know, like you got to keep him healthy. I mean, like this is an injured Westbrook doesn't do is worse than a regular one.
1: Well, okay, this is how bad things have gotten in terms of Laker fans' relationship and, I guess, purview with Russell Westbrook. There was actually, I saw, a decent amount of Lakers Twitter chatter uh, that Westbrook may have been faking this as a way of protesting coming off the bench. This was Russ's passive-aggressive way of saying, I'm not doing this, and five minutes uh, into the game... Oh, my arm! Exactly. (laughs) Pulling the fake hand. Like, guys, no. No, It it hurt. No, No, let me put it this way. Russ, if you think Russ is going to be that big of a pain in the ass when it comes to not coming off the bench, I'll say this right now. He is going to be an in-your-face pain in the ass. He's not going to be a passive-aggressive pain in the ass like not that pass- pa-
0: I mean well let me it, there there will be some passive aggressiveness I'm sure but it won't be it won't be that deep it won't be no. like I'm just gonna fake an in- a hamstring injury uh in protest but I you know there, there is there were fans who were disappointed at the news that he'd be available for Tuesday's game um and you know to some degree you know I get the patty I'm, I'm even here for the petty, even if I don't agree with the petty. Uh, I can still find it entertaining, but it it it, it brings it, it kind of brings up how complicated a lot of this is. And I think for first and foremost, for starters, no pun intended, the Lakers were really smart to to have at least one attempt at a dress rehearsal with this. They they effectively ripped the Band-Aid off in the preseason, so whether Westbrook is available and starts on Tuesday or he comes off the bench and they can use, maybe they use the hamstring as an excuse. He's still a little tender, whatever it is. Because they set the precedent that they're willing to try it and do it in the preseason, it will make it easier if this is what they want to do going forward. I kind of get the impression it is, but... um, you know, that that
1: part was really smart to to, to, yeah. to say we're going to do this in the preseason. I, I agree. I I really wish, though, that for a variety of reasons, that he had been able to actually play a full game doing oh, this. Oh, completely. But, but in terms of the Band-Aid getting ripped off, I think the Band-Aid got partially ripped off because it was such an incomplete conclusion, like in terms of does this actually work? Does Russ actually experience this and say, you know what, as much as I hate doing this for reasons ranging from, you know, stature to ego to Russ is maybe the most OCD player in the entire NBA and is a creature of habit who wants to start because that's the way his body is wired. He's never, he's
0: never come off the bench. This is not since his rookie year. Maybe
1: he did in his rookie year. He he did in his rookie year, but not many games. It's been a long time. That was a while ago. But And also, too, for Darvin Ham to actually get a look at how things operate without Russ in that starting lineup, where he may realize, you know what, it's a really awkward, bad fit, but guess what? The starting lineup actually operates worse without Russ. Like, all it, all these different bits of information, buy-in, enthusiasm, whatever, that you could have gotten from this thing if Russ had played 20 to 25 minutes, again, it feels like a band aid partially well, see, ripped off I, but I, I then will, put back. I disagree on. a little bit because I think I think this is a
0: an experiment in two parts. And they are the, the first and I think the most important thing, part of it is, we'll do it um, is making the move of Russell Westbrook, the precedent is set for Russell that we are willing to try or do or play. Westbrook off the bench. That's step one. And I think is to some degree the harder one. Um, in terms of the whether you want to think about the politics, whether you want to think about uh whatever whatever word you want to describe it. You have to be the, the pulling the trigger on that is step one. Step two, does it work? Completely agree. They got zero information about that. You know, he's, he checked in at the seven, I want to say seven twenty-two in the first quarter. It makes a And, and, you know, obviously he was done by the end of the quarter. Um, And so you did not see much in, on paper, it makes sense. You, because it's not so much LeBron and AD that is, or I'm sorry, Westbrook and AD. That's the problem. It's Westbrook and LeBron that really don't fit well together because Westbrook doesn't provide a whole lot when LeBron has the ball. LeBron yeah, you know, Westbrook LeBron provides Westbrook stuff when he does but you know I want LeBron to have the ball more it makes sense to have him come off the bench where he has it's not so much about quarterbacking the second unit as how it's been described as just can he play fewer minutes with LeBron how do you set up it so he plays fewer minutes next to
1: LeBron um and that is the easiest way to do it so i well, agree it's also with you, too i think easier to come up with lineups that actually play more to Russ's strengths. Right. Like you can you, put, you, you
0: know, put the shooters around Russ instead of either, you know, making LeBron into a spot-up guy or um trying to, you know, use Westbrook as a shooter somehow, which is a
1: terrible idea. There's, there's just so much information that they were like we talked about that they were looking to get from this last preseason game that, you know, Ru- they were making this very bold move that again, requires a lot of buy-in and enthusiasm in certain ways like salesmanship. And some of that is going to come from the actual results and, you know, which in turn might juice Russ's enthusiasm for this or at least sure. make would have been
0: It would have been better. The best outcome for the Lakers, and we'll have a couple more things we want to go through do it after the break, but it would have been better have they had a great – like went really well. Russ had 16 points off the bench in 21 minutes or whatever – Didn't see it, Um, but I I am very curious in your opinion as to whether or not you think they actually keep it this way going forward to some of the medical updates that we got on Sunday uh, regarding Dennis Schroeder, Lonnie Walker, and some of the other guys uh, impact that. So we'll get to all of it next.
1: Locked on Lakers brought to you by Rocket Money. Are you wasting money on subscriptions? If so, friendo, you are not alone. 80% of people have subscriptions that they forget about maybe it's an unused Amazon Prime account like everybody in the family opened one a month for blockbuster should i be doing that no you should not be doing that like and i'll tell you right now your credit card company brian they're not going to say word one they're counting on a moron like you to just continue paying them but that's why i use a great app that helps me track all my expenses and because of it, I don't waste money on subscriptions like Blockbuster that I don't even use that to don't even ex- companies, right? That don't even exist. Like you may have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. And the app shows you all of your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Like Rocket Money may find the subscriptions you didn't know that you were even paying for. Like again, blockbuster might find out you've been double charged for blockbuster rocket money will handle that for you all you do is just press cancel at, at that blockbuster and <laughs> rocket money takes care of all the rest cancel unnecessary subscriptions with rocket money today go to rocketmoney.com locked on could save you hundreds per year that is rocketmoney.com locked on
0: Andy do you think uh, Tuesday, Russell Westbrook starts. Let's assume Westbrook's healthy, available play, no restrictions, all of that. Does Westbrook start?
1: I think he's gonna come off the bench.
0: And so do I?
1: I feel like if you were going to open this door at all, like we've we've talked about this in the past, that if if you're going to do it, you want it to, you want to try to do it as early as possible. But also too, in a way that feels, I think, less less of a deal. You know
0: what I mean? Like also you, less you of a demotion. If you do it at the beginning, it doesn't feel like. Mm, wasn't well, working with Russ in the starting well, lineup. You can always well, put him back in, but it's well, hard Brian, to
1: take him out. You know what it was? It was a realignment. That's what Darvin Ham told yeah, us. No, it, it wasn't it, a demotion. It, it, it was a realignment. You know, Right, it was very uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Chris Martin, conscious uncoupling. Right, like, it was a very goop way. I, of, similar uh, how we've uh, been realigned this. from many, many media jobs <laughs> over the
0: course of our lives.
1: Yes, we have. But uh, but they were they were ne- they were actually never demotions. They no. were actually not demotions. There's a lot of a lot of realign- realignments. But I I feel like you want to try to do this in a way that feels as unceremonious as possible mm-hmm. and having opened that door during the preseason and also the preseason getting that we're going to discuss this getting increasingly worse as it worse. went along <laughs> yeah you can you can actually I mean while that's obviously not what you want to happen you can use that as an overarching explanation of It of something you need to do that frankly isn't even about Russ. It's about the whole team. Yep. Like this, this is why Russ needed to be realigned. It's not because of Russ, it's because just we're seeing that these different floor combinations don't work or the floor combinations that we need will take place better with Russ realigned off the bench. It's, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, and
0: like, you know, there are all kinds of ways you can you can try to figure, well, if you do it on the opening night, it's ring night. It's this, that. It's going to be a huge story. Russell, it's true. But I'm not I, I'm not sure. It's a huge story no matter when you do it. Right. And, you know, if you look at when the Lakers could like try to sneak this one in, I mean, okay, the first game is a TNT game against Golden State. Uh, the second game is a TNT game home opener against the Clippers. Um, that's even worse because then it's like the starting lineup in front of the home fans. You've yanked them out for that. It's like there's no good time to do this. Maybe you slide it in in the third game of the year, the twelve thirty game on uh, Brian, Sunday against Portland.
1: The Lakers neither slide nor sneak anything, anything. in their entire existence. You either Doesn't do happen. it or you do not. And
0: yeah. I, I just I feel like, and then you know one of the things I know one of the health updates we were going to get to uh, is Dennis Schroeder. Um, who is going to go undergo further evaluation um, for that injured thumb uh, and you know is not going to be available uh, for the opener. And
1: so he's it, listed right now as day to day, but it feels like these days could be very long. They're like remember, yeah. in, remember in the movie Insomnia when Al Pacino, he plays this detective who gets sent to Alaska to investigate a murder. And he goes crazy because it's during this period where there are no sunsets. It's just all sunlight for 24 hours a day. And he's like losing his right. mind. It, it can't, can't day. be
0: day-to-day if it's if the day never changes. Right. If it's I mean, just day.
1: It, it feels like it's going to be that type of day-to-day for Schroeder. It sounds like they're counting on him being out at least a few weeks.
0: It, to some degree, that also is a good opportunity to do it because you can slide him into the bench. You can slide Westbrook onto the bench. Full with the understanding that there's another 18 minutes a game or whatever Schroeder was going to play, um, that's available to spread around, and you can give say you can give him a, re, a a quality run that doesn't make him feel like an afterthought in that opening couple of games, um, and take advantage of the Schroeder, um, the Schroeder injury. Again, you can always put him back into right. the starting lineup if things don't go the way you want them to go. If it doesn't look right at the bench to
1: that can Hell, it dumb. can be the rationale. It could be, we need a point guard off the bench. Dennis Schroeder isn't available. We need Russ for this. Then a couple weeks from now, Hey, you know what? This is working. It's just working. So this is the way right. we're going to keep it, it's just, you know, but I, I do
0: agree with you, Andy, that I, I feel like this is ultimately what they want to do. Um, and, you know, Russ doesn't Russ doesn't have tons of leverage here. It's not like you know, he can pout and fake a hamstring and walk off the court if he wants. But short of doing something like which that. Which we don't think he was which doing he didn't again. Do, people, he didn't do that. But like short of that, he he's gotta smile his way through it because <laughs> what's he gonna do? Demand a trade? <laughs> like, way right? ahead of you, this, buddy. The, we're, we're looking around. You want you wanna show that, you know all of the stuff people are saying about you and the mean things and this and that, whatever are incorrect and unfair. Well, okay. Uh, probably the best way to do that is to not get, you know, sent home on the third day of the season. Um, and so like he just, he has strong incentives to play along. And I think that he, he will. And if you're going to make the move, if your inclination is to make the move, um, better to do it, early than late. Um you know when they're struggling and you move Russ to the bench and it looks like uh Russ is the scapegoat because look this schedule is brutal to start the year. It is incredibly challenging. They have Golden State, they have um the, the Clippers, they host Portland, which is not a gimme game. You look go look at the the Blazers roster. They're not a top five team in the West, but they're not the disaster they were last year either Um, they're young they're athletic they've got some players that's not an easy game you go at denver at minnesota and then home against denver Then you got new orleans you know it's not until you get to utah in the first second third fourth fifth sixth seventh game of the season that you have anything that looks like a gimme game um you know those are seven play in or playoff teams to start the season if you're 2 and 5 and then you put Russ on the bench it looks like you're blaming Russ right yeah and for- i hope they're for- not 2 and 5 by the way but they could be and they could play well and be 3 and 4 or 2 and 5
1: i don't know for, for a whole bunch of reasons it's just again like we we've we've talked about in terms of doing this there's like there were the small t small p political reasons that you would look to start the season with Russ because it seemed like the simplest thing to do. It's assuming things were going well enough on a variety of counts. Like you would look to try to make it work because that's just the easiest way to do this. But if you are at all thinking, this is inevitably where it's going to go because it's not going to work. Or Or you
0: just feel very strongly that it's the thing that must happen. That needs to happen.
1: Right. This is the best time to do it now. Um, I'm going to get into this in terms of the overarching view of the preseason but just a few more health updates. Anthony Davis practiced on Sunday. Darvin Ham said he's going to be available on Tuesday. They do not anticipate any restrictions for him, any minutes limit anything like that. They're expecting AD to look like AD, operate news. like a, AD. I don't
0: like being told that Anthony Davis doesn't have a minutes restriction before opening night.
1: Sure, but just I mean since he, the alternative, but right. Well, since he had not been playing in that final preseason game, after the the expectation that he would, because the Lakers were looking to treat those last two preseason games like real run-ups to the actual mm-hmm. regular season, it was not this was not a planned rest day for Anthony Davis. It was not. Uh Lonnie Walker also practiced, and he is expected to be available on Tuesday. My guess is he'll be starting. Um Troy Brown is Still, I think, a couple of weeks off. So he seems to be the only projected guy in the rotation that uh, won't be available. Um, thoughts on the preseason? It's over. Um, felt really good about it early. How do you feel about it now? That's next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your pro and college football. Betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league matchups Developments, news, podcasts. Bet online is your continued source, also for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest, easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. But of course, the NBA—the season kicking off. Two interesting lines I saw. First of all, LeBron sixty-six to one for from Bet Online to lead the league in assists. That feels like a really generous line. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if you're looking for good payouts for a possibility that is not far fetched, LeBron 66 to 1 to lead the league in assists. I ain't bad. That's intriguing to me. He's also currently LeBron 14 to 1 to lead the league in scoring, a sixth overall. I guess the folks at Bet Online picturing him more focused on Kareem's record than uh, setting up teammates. Head to the website today, use your mobile device, learn more about the trends in action, bet online when the game starts.
0: Okay, so the Lakers did not go winless in the preseason. So that's that's good news. Um, they didn't win a lot, though. They only won one of these six tries. They had six tries to win games. They only won one of them. You and I noted before the season, yeah, it's Kono Shame, Ted. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter if they win. A lot of games. It's the preseason. The record is. It matters how they look when. It's particularly when the important players are playing. It matters what do they get out of it in terms of continuity. In terms of putting together, you know, it's a brand new team. It's a brand new team last year. They blew off the preseason. It didn't go well. It's a brand new team this year. Uh, They didn't blow off the preseason this year, but. Did they get enough out of it to try to maximize their ability to hit the ground running? Again, I let I, I showed you everybody the uh, the first seven games of the season. It is brutal. You get a couple games against Utah smashed in there, but the first month is just really hard. Um, even the Jazz will be better at the beginning of the year than they will be at the end when they're you know fully in the tank for Scoop uh,
1: Scoot or the uh, what's his face Wembenyama Wembenyama Yama Wembenyama
0: Wembenyama too many um, M's.
1: Wimbenyama. I I call
0: (laughs) him V-WAM. I don't call him that. (laughs) I don't really call him anything. I call him the Lakers can't get him, so (laughs) it doesn't really matter. I I, I wish... I don't think they necessarily tried to do it this way, but I really wish they could have gotten more out of this preseason than they ultimately did.
1: Yeah, it really... I have to say, the first three or four games of the season, Brian, I was very cautiously optimistic about what was going on yeah because like when the when the guys who mattered played the lakers generally won those minutes like i don't think they were good i don't think they were ever dominant but they generally controlled games and there were times where russ i thought even looked you know for all the focus on russell westbrook and you know the the dissection at the death of his play i thought there were times where he looked really good lebron and ad were often flat out dominant. You saw really good moments from Kendrick Nunn. You saw really good moments from Lonnie Walker. You saw utility from guys like Juan Descano Anderson. Like I I think they they looked like a team that you could picture with more reps gelling into a cohesive unit. You know, maybe maybe not with the highest ceiling of the elites in the league, but a team that looked like they were going to be considerably more competitive it's actually than, more last than
0: they were being given credit for.
1: And, you know, when there was the game where, you know, Russ, LeBron, AD, Patrick Beverly, Kendrick Nunn, like a bunch of guys didn't play, it was like, okay, we're giving the olds and Kendrick Nunn, who's still ramping himself up from missing an entire season, giving them a designated night off. That's fine. Then the last few games of the preseason, you had Anthony Davis. Kind of last minute, getting pulled out of two games. Uh-huh. You had Westbrook looking a little more awkward as things went along. You had yeah, because I
0: don't disagree. Like I thought he looked really good. I mean, there are moments when he looked really good. But there, were, there, were, I do agree that the, that he looked less in the way in, in the first couple of games, you know, first half of the preseason than he did as it went along.
1: Right. You had Lonnie Walker. Coming back from injury, then having to sit a game, like he, you know, Kendrick Nunn cooled off. Like, you know, when it we mentioned Matt Ryan, and you know, as much as congratulations to G League Matty Ice for staying with the team, like the fact that he was out there in ways that didn't always feel like, hey, let's get a look at this guy as holy bleep, we need somebody to we hit might, some damn right, shots. Right. It,
0: <laughs> it, it, it's an indication that the shooting really did not pick up. They had one game where they shot three ball well. And
1: the last couple games when they really had planned to start ramping up towards, you know, true dress rehearsals is when they A looked the worst and B didn't have the regulars there for, you know, health reasons, availability reasons, things like that. It, it ended the thing on a depressing and maybe even a little bit ominous note like i i have to say i st- i started out this preseason feeling a lot better than yeah, i do I right now um
0: i don't know what any of this means in terms of um like how it translates to the regular season i, I I, I wanted to feel a little better, though, about their chances to surprise than I do. Like, I I ultimately kind of feel like the the forecasts are okay. You know, probably about right. I can see where the blueprint is for them to surprise. And it starts with a healthy Anthony Davis playing like he did in the games that he played. And if you're looking for a highlight, of the preseason. it abs, For me, absolutely 100% was the... I mean, I I, I never worry about LeBron. LeBron's going to be fine. I was... 100% the quality of the play from Anthony Davis. Absolutely hands down to me was, I thought, the highlight of the preseason for the Lakers. I get that they're being hyper-cautious. And, you know, you don't... If there's even a hint of, of something with the guy's back in the pre... Sit him down. I get it. I still don't feel good about it. Like the fact that you have to do it doesn't make me feel good. And the fact that you know that they had to do it because it wasn't a Anthony Davis isn't going to play tonight. We tell you this on Tuesday for Friday's game. It was, we're going to tell you 15 minutes before the game starts, including the game in Phoenix. I'm sorry, against Phoenix in Vegas, where the whole point of the thing, the whole layout was to look at that small lineup with Anthony Davis. You know, playing the five and and being available for that. And so, um,
1: well, it's also, it's always just something with AD with health. It's always something like it it does. It does not feel like, Hey, he's, you know, he's a veteran, he's a champion. He's an all-star caliber player. He doesn't need the preseason to get reps in the way some other players do. Like, You don't want to burn any miles whatsoever unnecessarily. It's never going to feel like that with AD. Because it Right, because it's not that. Right, a slight back tweak is never going to feel like, eh, you know what, he slept weird, whatever. It's not a big deal. It's going to feel like, holy crap, what's coming next? Here we go.
0: And so, you know, I liked that. I liked Kendrick Nunn. I thought, you know, you saw exactly. I mean, it wasn't perfect every game, but you can't expect Kendrick Nunn to be, a you know 18 point a night i ever it's not going to be like that but like you saw what he could do and hey let me ask you this before cuz i meant to when we're talking about anthony davis we can quit here cuz we're we're going to get more obviously much more into what we think is going to come uh both on tuesday night and throughout the season for tuesday's show i also think the lakers are inclined to play small i think they want to put 80 at the 5 i think that's the lineup they want to run with do you think it is you know Schroeder's injury. The combination of Schroeder's injury and you know their inclinations to use Westbrook as a bench player, which I definitely think. Of. Does any of this get complicated with you know Schroeder being unavailable and wanting to start AD at the five and go small? Like, does that? Do you think that impacts it? Like, Russ, they've being got on like the bench nine guards against... on
1: the roster, so I'm, no. I'm just, I'm just. Asking no, I, I mean, I don't, they I don't. have see other why, choices, but I don't see why it would complicate anything. Okay. If anything, I think. Schroeder being out, however, however much you think Schroeder helps them from a talent perspective, then obviously it hurts them because he's not there. From a complications perspective, yeah. It, it, the only reason
0: I ask is because they it, it, they are doing two things in theory that are changes from, I guess, the status quo. We're going to start the season with Anthony Davis at the five. We're going to start the season with Wes, Russell Westbrook on the bench. I don't know they're going to do either one of those things. But if they wanted to do both at the same time, it just occurred to me as we were talking, does one potentially complicate the other? I think you're right. It doesn't. I don't, but... I
1: don't think one has a thing to do with the other.
0: Okay, good. That's. I think most fans would be happy to hear that. Um, Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you go to see the show and uh, get it a little bit earlier than everyone else who is just trying to listen to it. Um, and uh, we will be back Tuesday. At, it's the season opener, Andy. Um, it is very exciting. We're going to have uh, all kinds of predictions and, and thoughts about where this year is going to go, uh, many of which hopefully you will forget about before, <laughs> before we get to the end of the year. But we will remind you about all the things that we say that are absolutely correct uh, many times throughout the year. Uh, thanks for everybody for joining in and we'll see everybody on Tuesday.